I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the last episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast this season. Not ever, he's aren't so lucky. I'm doing this week by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing, Donny? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Cheers, cheers. Right, so we'll first go to the winners of a couple of competitions. The league winner is Conquering Line, Robbie Dempsey. That was their own personal league. I believe that's in one the league two in a row, which is quite incredible. I know maybe not won the mega league, but he's won a league with 600 people in it this year. 400 people on it last year, and he won it back-to-back, back, so that's quite impressive. And he regularly takes part in our cup competition, so well done, Robbie Dempsey. We may have looked to get you on next year if you're interested. And the uh, cup winner, half a first book out, was Barracuda, with like, five or four A's in there. He gets on specially to celebrate. He won the half a first podcast cup and the Mega League, and he is a Swiss native, so he's not any basic knowledge of the Scottish game, and he smashed it. So you get quite a lot of congratulations Sunday night. Once again, well done, Barracuda, and we hope you stick around next year and play. Again, if you are interested and English could be your second language, you can come on the podcast. Otherwise, we need a translator. I think we can support four or five different people on it. Right, so we'll go to own scores and final rank for the season. I'll go first. Finished on 83 points. Used the bench, bench boost chip, which did not work. It's all the... Rotation. I'll start with a bench boost. I got one point off it, Gordon. So the 83 points came from Gordon, one goal, Edwards, three, Kingsley, nothing, Clark, six, Ralston, captain, 18, Levitt, four, Furahashi, 26, vice captain, Ferguson, six, Mackay, two, Henderson, three, and Maida up top for 13. Took me to 83 points overall. Bench boost will not be used in the last game week ever again. It'll be used in a double game week somewhere down the line. And that gave my final rank was 166. Tony. Okay, so a lot of rotation um, this week. Um, I finished on 79 points. Um, so I had Gordon goals for one, Sands for two, Devlin for one, Harry Clark for six, Ralston for nine, Captain Jota for 20, Vice Captain Furuhashi for 26, Ferguson six, Diallo two, Mackay two, and Sims for four. So that's 79. Took my global score up to 2330, which gave me a final position of 19th. So inside the top 20, um, far in exceeding of, of what I could have hoped at the start of the season. So really happy with that. Bob yourself? Uh, 72 points, 
in all. Uh, Gordon in goal for one. Ryan Edwards got me three points. Kingsley, nothing. Harry Clark, six. Carter Vickers, six. Nicky Devlin, one. Uh, Vice-captain Furuhashi for 26. Captain Yota for 20. Ferguson got me six. Mackay, two. And up front, Mullen for one. Um, my overall rank in the Mega League was 2-3-6. Is that down from last season? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I, I'll try to work out with it. I was, no, was 1.6k last year. I took to the game really slow. Gunnar finished quite high, I believe. I just don't know where you finished, Tom. I couldn't remember. I was actually going to go back and check the notes, but I can't remember. But anyway, right, now that's out of the way. Your thoughts for next season then, rank-wise, what are you thinking? Don't know, start with you, because you also finished really, really high. It's the 19th. So you think you can improve on that next year? It would be really difficult. I'm not going to try and kid myself on and, and aim for top 10. Um, I, I feel fortunate um, to finish inside the top 20. I mean, anything, if you look at the names, then they keep popping up. Anything inside the top 100, top 50 is is a real, real achievement. Um, I mean, you probably noticed yourselves, guys, that even just the folk around you, you know, even by one point, you probably jump five, ten places. So it's really close. But I think for next season, if I can stay inside the top 100, um, then that, I would consider that good. I mean, obviously, I want to finish top 10 better when I am, but I've got to be realistic. Yourself, Tom? Um, probably happy with top 100, considering this, this season. So. I think you finished quite high last year, but I think, you, I think you finished quite high. I just can't remember what it was, but I think you finished quite high. I'm trying to load up the season history, but it's not it's not happening. Yeah, I don't, it's not been loading for ages. Um, I don't think it, because they, they went to a different platform this year, I think you kind of lost it unless you kept going. Right, well, myself, as I said earlier on, 1.6k last year to 166 this year, so it was a great improvement. But at one point this year, I was sitting 23rd, so I'm kind of a bit peed off. I didn't kind of take it for there, but that's what I said to my Celtic travel midfield that I'll not be doing again. It just totally backfired rotation. And at one point, I was well outside after that, back in 300, no, nearly 400. So you could climb back up into 166, I suppose I'll take. And like yourselves, I think top 100 next year is going to be the target. Again, you got to keep on trying to improve. The game's going to change slightly next year. So again, we won't really know what we're doing next year. Tom, you said to me, you didn't think the points, this should really be much of a difference overall. I don't think I've had too much of an impact. There wasn't really any players we were flocking to that were, you know, getting lots of points for interceptions and tackles and things like that so um, I don't know possibly a rethink on that the bonus points were good though because if you picked your right captain then getting yeah. six bonus points in total was was uh, was pretty nice any attack any points? Uh, no uh, I'll, I've done a little breakdown just for your own reference so Barracuda won the league on 2462 that averaged out at 64.7 points per week. So nearly 65 points a week he was taking in. Which, if you break that down again, it's almost six points a player. So I know you've got your captain and your vice-captaincy, but the consistency level there is unreal. I averaged 61 points, and Peter, you were 58, and Tom, you were 57. So still respectable, respectable scores. But no, it's been a good game to play. Um, I think the bonus points have made a difference, like you say, it's... Just gives a little edge if you can get get the right captaincy, vice captaincy um, there. So, no, it's been good. Good. See you at the cheek next year. I like the I was back to Barracuda again, obviously, because they won the Cup. I mentioned before the Cup started off. I was telling people to look at your rank at the start of the Cup. It's seven game weeks. Look at your rank at the end of it. If you get to the quarterfinals, semifinals, then obviously you're going to rise. 
So he's also played the game an absolute blinder at the end because he finished strong. He was top with seven weeks to go and he just kept on blowing at the park, beating people. And I think I went back and checked. I think there was only one or two rounds where he didn't beat by high score. But early on, if he got the luck of the wrong side of the draw, but apart from that, he blew it apart. So congratulations. And as you said, an average six points of player, I mean, he must have been on players at the right time. I mean, the Mettys would return one point or two pointers, but yeah. again, well done. So... I'm not going to delve too much in the next season because if we don't know who the later land, we will be covering it once we see once we've got. Well, just quickly go through the results. If you any want to add, Tom, we've got no Tom things. There's really no point. There's nothing to look for. There's no transfers, captain pick. I'll let Donnie come in after this with uh, a couple of stats and funny things he's got. So on the Saturday we had Celtic six, Motherwell nil, Hearts one, Rangers three, Ross County one, Dundee two. And on a Sunday the league wrapped up with Aberdeen nil, Man nil, Hibs four, St Johnson nil. Livingston 2, Dundee 1. So we lost Dundee and we're definitely getting Kamara next year. That's all we know right now. That changed still. So what have you got, Donny? So for the start of the game, it's pretty obvious that we're going to hammer Motherwell. Um, trophy day and all that. So seeing the lineup, it seemed pretty obvious to me. Um, Jota and Kyogo was the way to go. So it depended which way you, you did it, but um, they both paid off. And it was all the big names, getting the goals, getting the assists. Um, so for me, it was it was you know pretty hard to miss out on points this game. Um, the only thing I've noticed is it'll be interesting to see the price point of a lot of Celtic players next season. Um, obviously, they're the they're the champions and they do have the premium assets. Um, so it will it'll be interesting uh, to see how that one falls. Get that? Yep. Right, you can jump straight on your start your thing. You want to do a comparison because Tom has got none here. Tom's got no Tom. Oh, all right. Oh, all, that's I, was gonna, I was going to talk about Rangers as well. I thought you were going to go through everything. No, but you can screw you go. If you can talk, then you go. go. Well, the Rangers was probably the one game that caught everyone out because Hearts fielded a full strength squad and Rangers fielded the reserves. Um, so it was it was a difficult one to judge. I went for Sands and Diallo. I probably should have gone for Lowry because it's a player I've talked about in the last few weeks. Uh, if you watch the game, you can see why there's a lot of people talking about him. He's an uh, exciting young prospect. But Hearts probably thought they could batter Rangers ahead of the cup final. And when they went 1-0 up, they probably thought they were in. But I think a lot of their players were just playing not to get injured and keep legs ticking over. I don't think Boyce is <coughs> too much of a worry. Um, I think he's still been doing press conferences and that ahead of the the cup final so he should be okay but Rangers just wanted it more and you know the youngsters that were on the pitch had some real bingo numbers in there I think it was 54 and 56 60 you know, 60 plus on there and um, it was good for them and one stat that I mentioned on the group chat at the weekend and um, that was Cedric Itton's first goal of the season so he's added hearts to the list of teams he scored against which includes Real Madrid Bayern Munich and Sterling Albion. So that's not a bad CV. That's like a help, help quiz question for yeah. Donnelly. He's not played much. So um, for Rangers, next up, Seville. I'm sure you'll both be cheering them on. I wasn't on the Not really. But I actually forgot that Ross County and Dundee United were playing. I was so excited with the, the Rangers and Celtic goals coming through. I forgot that they were even playing. Um, but I doubt anybody had anybody of note in, in that game. Aberdeen finished off their season pretty much as it's been. Um, didn't didn't have anything going on there. Andy Constein's last game. Um, he's been there for 19 years, so a lot of folks sad to see him go. Probably in the manner that he's gone, and uh, kind of been dumped by the club. Um, but I think I think he'll probably end up at Cove Rangers. 
Um, they're in the championship now. I think that would be a good fit for them. They signed Mark Reynolds as well last year. So they have quite a lot of experience at the back. So maybe see him there. Go around and watch him. Um, but it's been pretty disappointing for Aberdeen. Had it not been for Dundee, they, they could have been in a lot more trouble. Um, all the highlights is we've lost Mark McGee. And I don't think that was a surprise. Um <laughs> Outside of his one victory. Um, you had the latest on like, this? You had the latest rumour? No. You heard this stuff? No. G- Gavin Stratton's Zozo shot him to get the job at Dundee. <laughs> oh, I heard that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One talk about, talk about nepotism. So, uh, yeah, it was not, not much there. But uh, a good weekend of football. There was a lot of points up for grabs. A lot of people played their triple captain. and They just held on to it, held on to it. And of course, Celtic was the the team to cash in on, and you know, folk made a lot of points. I think that affected my rank overall. A lot of folk leapfrogged me because they were on Furahashi or Jota, um, and got the the triple points there. But as I say, I'm I'm not going to complain with my finish. Um, top top podcaster, I think we worked it out as uh, John Guthrie Cup winner nineteenth. It's it's all going on the Twitter bio. <laughs> on the podcast for two minutes, Tom. What's that like? <laughs> right. So have, yeah, that's that's me as far as the games are concerned. So if you've got anything else to add, on you go. Any no, after the games, Tom? Anything any interesting? No, just once to watch for next season, probably James Scott Hibbs and then the young boy at Rangers that you mentioned. Yeah, is he signing a new contract? Then so you'd imagine he set a contract with. The agreement they have a pathway to the first team or some yeah. sort of game time, so I imagine he won will be he'll be there. Plus, you've got quite a lot of turnover in, so he will be probably integral. Interesting, yeah, yeah, and that's what it needs. I mean, Celtic are the same, It'd be quite like Ralston probably had an exceptional season. I don't know if that would have been expected. And <laughs> um, if you give these guys a chance, and um, they can't prove that they're up to it, I think you can put too many players out on loan, um, and it doesn't really work out a lot. But you know, give them a run, um, see how you get on, and then sell them for. Millions like we did with Patterson. Yep, yeah. and just on uh, Tom said, I think there's going to be so much turnover next year. There's really no point in. I mean, Aberdeen and St. Man, new managers, expect complete overhaul. Hibs, again, yeah. a complete overhaul. Who they bring in charge? St. Johnson, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't know if Callum's going to, if he managed to stay up. I have a funny feeling he keep, if he keeps him up, he just walk away. Because what else can he do? Lost so many players. Lawson, no doubt, every year, seems to also have a big turnaround anyway. Mm-hmm. I think Celtic will strengthen their squad. Motherwell, I mean, I, I just know we've done it with that team. Hearts, if they're going to try to play in Europe, they're talking them. Who's the Dungeon striker last year? I meant to be saying, try to sign him as well. He we went to the Belgian team, Shankland. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've played him and then it's before us. So they're going to try and improve their team for Europe. Rangers got a big turnover as well. So you imagine they're going to try to improve their team again for another title challenge. Ross County. I think they've got a lot of players on loan as well. And Dungeon United, I think Dungeon United might be the only team where Tam Coach has proved a lot of people wrong this year. He's built a, a good, solid team with a lot of youngsters. I think it was, I think, around 11 academy players came through this right, year yeah. and played. Mm-hmm. And they've finished uh, fourth in the league. So that's good. Yeah, he builds on that with these players. They could become good assets. But again, it's with the game prices them because they've now finished fourth. So they get priced because they finished fourth and they may be priced because they want to go for the cheaper mid-table assets, try to find our bonuses like a Ross County team or what Charles Cook and things like that. Right, Donnie, have you got more stuff? Yeah, so we're just going to look at the overall points uh, for the game, do it by position and then some of the other kind of um, 
goals, assists, etc. So right. probably no surprise who was the the top goalkeeper in the game. Any 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 guesses there? Can I go first on. Yeah, it's got to be Gordon, isn't it? Yeah, Gordon. And number two, Peter. Just on think most clean sheets, Joe Hart. Yep, Joe Hart. So Craig Gordon, 159 points. Joe Hart was on 147. And taking up the third spot, Tom? Um, McGregor? No. Nope. I think he played off games at the start. Uh, Strike, Livingston? No, it was Anik. Yeah. 126. A bit further back. Um, I mean, Joe Hart, you don't really want to tie up your, your mm-hmm. Celtic assets by, by the goalkeeper, but yeah, he was pretty consistent. No point in asking who the top defender was. <laughs> we all know mm-hmm. um, Mr. Tavernier, Captain Fantastic. Um, uh, who do you think was second, Tom? Um, <laughs> deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg Taylor? Nope. Right. Peter? I think, I mean, this might be recent advice, I think he scored quite a few goals in the end of the season. Is it Carter Vickers? It is. And third while you're on it? Coulson? No. no. Tom? Bassey? No. No, you've done yourself a disservice there. It was Ralston. So James Tavernier on 252, Carter Vickers 170, and Ralston on 160. I, I think if we were to do a team of the year, Ralston probably gets in there. A lot of folk got sidetracked with Juranovic in the middle mm-hmm. of the season. Um, he was taking pens and, and you know, getting the clean sheets, but Ralston's probably had a phenomenal I did, season. I did rotate out the squad and come back mm-hmm. in here then. So yeah. you just agree with what the exposition see on Tavernier. What's both your thoughts? Jake Tavernier should be the prices player in the game. I know he's a yeah. defender, but that's two years in running. He has had the most points. It's not like doing the FPL game or they also do midfield, your Salas, and then you go for your Canes. If any of the defenders... But if Tavernier is consistently the two years in the trot, I think he should be the highest price highest player in the game. What's your thoughts on that, Donny? No, I agree. Uh, but then, even at eight million, you're probably still going to buy him. Still gonna I mean, this him. gives you that option where if you've let's say, let's say nobody leaves any of these teams, right, and you're working mm-hmm. with the same scores next year with the same the money wise, can you really stretch to have an eight million Tavernier, an eight million Morelos, and have your rest of your squad been half decent? I mean, it gives people a, a choice to make. I think it stops the template being formed so quickly. That's just hundred percent. You do you do have to give folk a dilemma there, but you know the way strikers have been this season, you know two budget strikers is probably more than enough. I think he's a must have. You're you're going to lose so much ground to the opposition if you don't have him in. I think price is almost irrelevant. He'd be the first name in the team sheet, and then you mm-hmm. just work around it. What's your thoughts on Tavia price tag, Tom? Yeah, I think we probably should make him the most expensive. Aye. Aye, I, think it, just... I think it would happen in FPL as well. If it, if it was a season, it was like Trent Alexander Arnold, you know, had like a fantastic season, and he probably would be, you know, double digits, ten plus million. So, Aye, I want, to, I want, to, I've already said, I think I've already said that to that. I want to see that happen. I want to see so people got options because see, as we said before, the people will be casual who turn up and start the season, just buy them and just captain them. So every week, your average scores just. <laughs> It's kind of it's not right sometimes because there's not there's zombie teams with him still captain, but I think they make make a point and make us all have a choice to make next year. Right, Donnie, back to you for sorry for straight to So we're moving on to midfield. This was a, a lot closer thought position. Um it was just nicked in the, the last game of the season. So Tom, who's the top midfielder in the game? Uh Furuhashi. No. Nope. Didn't he make a top three? I think he missed too much time. Yeah. 
Right, I'm trying to work out where this could be. I'll just go Jota. It, it was until Sunday. Um, Lewis Ferguson yeah, over took him. Power of the penalties. Um, so Ferguson was 186, Jota was 185. And taking third spot, Peter? You can kick? No. No? Tom? Um, Ken? No, it was Aribo. He's gone off the boil recently. Aribo? I'm surprised about yeah. picked up. He did have a, a real purple patch before Christmas, um, but he has gone off the boil. The next one, the next one is where... I find it fascinating. So we'll move on to the forwards. Who was the top scoring forward in the game? Tom. Morelos. Okay. Peter? You didn't say no. <laughs> See, it was all quite tight at the end with goals and, and top goal scorers and that. And I don't know if maybe Giamakis just nicked it at the end for Giamakis. No. 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 So coming in with 150 points. Is a player who last scored in game week twenty six. Is it uh, Only scored no, only scored one goal for his current club. It was Tony Watt. Tony Watt is the top scoring forward. That just shows you how little the strikers yeah. influence this game this year. We had Morelos is in second place. He last scored in game week twenty eight. Obviously, he's been injured, so can't really see much about that. Third place. And it's not one we've mentioned so far. Peter, do you have a guess at who took third place? Mm. Anderson. No. Tom? Uh, Van Veen? No, it just, just shows you how, how random it is. Ramirez. Ah, Ramirez. Yes. Again, another player last scored in game week 26. And got sent home early. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is it all? 133 Kyle's first choice, and then I think, as Tom said, and you both kind of both agreed. I just need to see where all everyone kind of settles next year, or transfers, or squads, where we can make a point for that. It will be interesting because Celtic will obviously have the Champions League, um, which is a lot harder to navigate than um, some of the other European competitions. So they will rotate more. Mm-hmm. Mieda, Giamakis, um might see less game time. So it'll be interesting. So the total points overall with Tavernier played out in front one. Two five two, Lewis Ferguson's next place played in the game one eight six, and then Jota one eight five. So it's quite interesting um, to see the, the points there. Uh, I'll just quickly read through the the other sort of areas rather than, than quiz you. So Reagan Charles Cook took the top goal scorer um, with thirteen. He was level with Jakimakis. I'm not sure how they break the two. Fudahashi was third with twelve. But again, Charles Cook hadn't scored for weeks and weeks now, but he certainly boosted his own profile. So. Um, you should get a good move ahead of that. Assists was Tavernier with 14, Barry Mackay 12 and Jota 11. So some pretty steady fancy names in there. Uh, mentioned already, clean sheets was Hart with 19 and then Gordon with 12. 
Uh, Gordon with 14, McGregor with 12 saves. Gordon made the most saves, 128. But he wasn't far behind was Liam Kelly and Motherwell. Mm-hmm. Motherwell offered a bit more defensively. Um, that That's an area you could have looked at. And then Anik um, showing why he was third overall with 114 saves. And finally, if we move on to bonus points, which was an addition this year, Tavernier romped it with 37 bonus points, Jota on 28, and Lorelos on 28, which is probably that purple patch that we were talking about. So interesting stuff there. Um, pretty standard names featuring, and as you say, the, the forwards were just a lottery at the end. But that was that. So I've just got some fun fun head-to-heads um, to, to finish off in the last game week. So first off, we have got Ryan Christie, who Celtic sold in the summer, versus Ajeti. Who do you think got the most points out of those two? Tom? Yeti. Peter? I'll just go the opposite then, Christie. <laughs> well, there's only two points in it. So Christie tw- <laughs> <laughs> scored 20 points. I think he, he must have had the August, the games in August, and the Jetty got 22. So it was a Jetty that edged that one. I imagine he'll be getting sold, punted, sent sent back home in the summer. Well, he's so got, next I think up, he's still a couple of years of his contract. That's all. Hang he's close. He'll be sitting there. He'll be sitting tight for a while. Yeah, I think <laughs> keeping the bench warm. So next up, we've got Dundee Bad Boys, Jason Cummins, and Lee Griffiths. So who do you think came out on top there? Uh, Tom. Um, Cummings. Cummings. I'm sure I've seen Cummings' name pop up more on there than Griffiths. I get it. was only one point in it. And it was Jason Cummings took it by a point, 33 to 32. And Jason Cummings is Dundee's third top goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> so shows you the issues they've had um, this season. I think he scored three goals and that made them third top. So we've got my own team next. Aberdeen's own Ryan Jack versus teenage sensation Alex Lowry. Um, Tom, who do you think's come out top in this one? Ryan Jack. Okay, Peter? See, he missed a lot of the season, but he just plays in that position that he just chugs with two. No, Ryan Jack, I think he's played enough, Ryan Jack. No, Lowry, 20, 20 points to 18. I think Jack has been unlucky this season with his injuries. Um, a lot of his good performances have also come in Europe. Um, but Lowry, just in the two games that he's had, has racked up enough points. So move on to ownership next. Two to go. Ownership is a battle between Reagan Charles Cook and Kyogo Furahashi. Tom, who's got the highest ownership? Um... Charles Cook. Charles Cook. Peter? Can you repeat that again? Because my phone went, I'm not going to lie. So it's an ownership battle between Charles Cook and Furuhashi. Who's Who's got the highest ownership? Oh, I, would say, I would say Charles Cook. Yeah, not by much. 29.7 plays 29.4. Um, so yeah, I think... Come Christmas, and a lot of people had Charles Cook and then maybe went off the game uh, while Furuhashi was out injured. So, last shot, last one. We've got fantasy favourite Martin Boyle, shots on target. Has he had more shots on target than UEFA Cup finalist Ryan Kent? Tom? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Peter? 
Is that because you think that though? Because you want it to be. <laughs> no, I think. Well, it's kind of like Hibbs Talisman at the start. I, I think Boyle had a really good a couple of hat tricks. A couple of hat tricks or a couple of braces. So I don't, and Kent's not really scored many at all this season. I just say more. I think Boyle's been more hot, and Kent has been not as effective in the league better than Europe, I think. So I'd go Boyle. There was only one point in it, and it was Kent. I just threw that in as a curveball at the end. A red Kent, Kent has had a poor season by his own standard. However, his best performances have probably come in Europe. Um, and hopefully that bodes well for, for Wednesday. So that just wraps it up. Just thought it'd be a fun fun stats to look at at the end. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That just shows you the game. And it's also something that the, the bias in your head, you think this and you think that. And it's like, yeah. we talked about it before, whether you had done your dive in Ramsey, we were all thinking Cavan Rams will come good, will come good. I suppose that's what it is. Anything else to add, Tom Ennis? Because we're nearly at the end of the podcast for the last one of the season. No, nothing from me. You starting a blog next year, Tom? Me? No. <laughs> One's enough. Too busy. Right. Uh, I'd just like to thank all the listeners, anybody who's interacted with us, give us questions, downloads, and brought over last year. Thanks, Donnie, for joining the podcast this year. He's come in to go for Figura and he's been excellent. Thank you, Tom, again. You've been like my wife for the second year running here. <laughs> Uh, it's been good it's been fun I think the, the, I think the community is, is growing I can look at our numbers as the downloads and from the start of the podcast two years ago to now it has steadily went up over certain points and it's never been, it's never declined in it that way so I'd like to think seeing Fee would more again I have not I've not really had to think about it yet I'm have maybe a couple of ideas for next year when we can do it to make the podcast I wouldn't say better because it's quite good uh, this is different way we do things. We're going to add, Donnie's going to do it some sort of FPL team. We haven't decided what you can do yet because he's not going to take it on too seriously. Maybe just a, like a zombie team or he listens to me and Tom's five minute advice in the podcast and make Moose <laughs> there and see what he can get. What we'll add is every year we start with a cup. Last year it was, or this season, with John Guff, the John Guffrey Cup, which is named after obviously a good player from the season who's departed the league. Donnie is a champion, so next year the cup will be called something different. I'll have to wait to see which players depart the league first. I will do a poll, obviously, and people can name the cup. But what we'll see is what we'll see what happened last year is it's an invitational cup, and people get invited to do podcasts, like do threads on the fantasy football make tickers. So if you want to get involved in this cup early on, I suggest you do these kind of things, like good or done a good youngster or a good cheapy thread. Uh, me and Tom also podcasters people doing uh, like Maz was doing a hearts thing Sotty was doing the ticker Maz done a ticker as well didn't he different kind of ticker all different podcasts so just something to think about once it starts coming in the zeitgeist again probably come early July if you're interested and you want to do some things to help the community get involved and you make yourself invited to the first cup of the season then that's me Gary I'll start guys we head off there's probably two months of downtime Dory. Uh, well, I'd just like to say thank you to you both. Um, I've really enjoyed working on it initially as a guest and then getting the spot full time. My exact words when you asked was, yes, we need more Rangers content. Yes, that's true. Um, I think <laughs> Rangers went on to lose the next two old firms and had to sit and talk about it. Um, but no, I've really enjoyed it and I've got absolutely no doubt that my, my finishing position was as a result of working on this pods. But, you know, there's a lot of work goes into this. Um, you know, you're recording once a week, twice a week. Um, you're doing your cups and Tom you're doing your, your stats and stuff so you know I think on behalf of the listeners um, which I was to begin with and still am um, probably a big thank you to you both for your hard work and 
You can watch Rangers in the Cup double next Mutual. week. You have to <laughs> waste at the end. Mutual partner back. Look yourself, Tommy, Dad. <laughs> no, I'll just echo what uh, Donny said. His rank was obviously much better than mine, so <laughs> I had to, I had to take your advice and listen listen a bit harder, so that's what I'll be doing next season. <laughs> right, okay, we're heading this up. Don't you enjoy the game Wednesday? I will do. I, I don't want you to enjoy it that much, but you enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I think for my own sake, I better go a certain way and I'm going to have a, a hellish summer, but then it is what it is, that's part of a football fan. So, again, guys, thanks for joining Tom, Tony, Brown. Guys, thanks for listening, and we'll be back probably sometime in July, early August to start covering with the price reviews and that. And again, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.